feeling overwhelmed, especially during the holidays? Well, you are not alone. Today, we're going to dive into why you don't have to do it all and how to manage overwhelm. Welcome to Weight Loss Made Simple. I'm Dr. Stacy Heimberger, a physician and advanced certified weight loss coach. If you're on a mission to not only lose weight, but also transform your health and wellness, you've landed in the perfect spot. Forget about restrictive, trendy diets. We're cutting through the noise and zeroing in on two fundamental pillars that will empower you to achieve lasting weight loss. So if you're ready to transform your life, let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Weight Loss Made Simple. Today, we're tackling a topic that's especially relevant during the holiday season, overwhelm. And let's be honest, this is a topic that hits home for most women and moms. So how can we navigate this? Well, let's find out. So first things first, let's talk about the have to mentality. This is an idea that we have to do everything we think of, meet everyone's expectations, and fulfill all our roles perfectly. How would the perfect hostess handle this party? How would the perfect mom handle Elf on the Shelf? How would the perfect wife handle the husband's party? How would the perfect friend handle gift giving? And to make matters worse, then God bless the internet. We see everyone with their beautiful wrapping and their beautiful holiday turkey and their beautiful homes and special makeup, special outfits. It's a lot. So the first thing we need to realize is that We have the power to decide what's perfect. So I get to decide how a perfect mom handles Elf on the Shelf. And spoiler alert, our Elf does not move. Sometimes he gets some different things put next to him, but he doesn't move. And that's perfect for my family. And I'm the perfect mom for my kids. And so my Elf moves perfectly for our family. See how fun that is? We get to decide We do not need anyone else telling us what the perfect way to do the holidays is. There's so much on our to-do list. We really don't need to try and do it all perfectly. If we're buying the perfect gifts and we're planning the perfect holiday party and we're doing the perfect holiday outfits and the perfect Christmas cards, it's just too much. Because at the end of the day, we don't have to do any of it. Have to is such a strong word. We don't have to do any of it. We can choose to do what we find important and what brings us joy. I learned a long time ago, it brings me joy to have a nice Christmas picture. So that's when we do our yearly family pictures. And I use the same photographer that did our wedding and did the baby's pictures. The kids know her. It's lovely. It does not take very long. And I love it. I want to make Christmas cards, not because anyone told me to, or I think that's what the perfect mom does. It brings me joy. It brings me joy to see everyone else's Christmas cards. I love getting Christmas cards. So I had to choose when I was going through my endless to-do list for the holidays. I had to choose what I wanted to keep. Christmas cards is something for me I want to keep. Now, having the perfect staged dinner table the perfect tablescape. I don't need to have a perfect tablescape. I let that go. Perfect tablescape for me is everyone has a plate, preferably with a napkin. And I have to leave it at that. So we get to decide. 
I would love for you to make a to-do list for the holidays and cross off half of it. Half of it. The things that do not bring you joy. All the schools are going to hate me for this. You don't have to bring anything to the holiday party. You really don't even have to go. They don't make the dads go. The dads don't sign up to buy anything, and they love the dads. You don't have to do any of it. So go through the list and really think about what makes you happy. If Christmas cards do not bring you joy, don't do them. If the perfect tablescape is what brings you joy, then pick some out on Pinterest and recreate them. I think that's just the nicest thing we can do for ourselves. We are usually responsible for most of it. We shop, we meal plan, we coordinate the family events. Where are we going? Whose family are we driving to? What outfits are we going to wear? There is an imbalance there. And so what I want you to do is get rid of anything that's not important to you. And the stuff that is important to you, ask for help where you need it. I'll go back to the Christmas cards. This is a perfect example. Once I've designed the card, so I've book the photographer, I plan the family outfits, I buy the family outfits, I get us all together on that day, Gabby comes and takes our pictures, Gabby sends me the pictures, I pick the pictures, I make the card, I order them from Shutterfly. That's where my responsibility ends because I asked for help and my husband actually doesn't mind stuffing the envelopes and mailing them out. And that part used to stress me out. I like the creative side of it. He likes the implementation business side of it. So we can split that task and it gets done. When we ask for help, I want you to be cautious here. When we ask for help and people do not give us help. So if I were to ask my husband to do that, can you please mail out the Christmas cards? And he doesn't or says, no, he doesn't have time, whatever it is. I used to make that mean something about him respecting my time or our relationship or just appreciating me in general. And that's a very slippery slope and a very dangerous thing to do. The truth of the matter is, they're just not important to him. So luckily, he said yes, and he does it because it doesn't bother him. But if we ask someone to take something off our plate, and it's not something they would have picked for their top 10 list, they might not want to do it. That does not mean anything about your relationship. I feel like it's one of those bad skits where someone doesn't take out the trash and then they start arguing about things that happened 20 years ago in their relationship. We don't want that. We just want help with a task and we're going to get it or we're not. But just because we don't get it does not mean they don't love us or appreciate us just means it didn't make their top 10 list. So it's not as important in their day as it is for us. It's also another reason to really try and get your top 10 list. If we're trying to do everything perfectly and we have a to-do list of 200 things, that's a lot to ask someone to help with. If we narrow it down to our top 10 and we tell our partner, hey, these 10 things are really important to me, but I don't think I can get them all done. Would you be able to help me out a little bit? you're probably much more likely to get help on some of those things. That's why I get my help with my Christmas cards. I'm not asking a ton of things. I'm not asking for 100 things off my 200 task to-do list. 
So if you find yourself asking for help, not getting it, and then sort of falling into that spiral of blaming someone and feeling a little unappreciated and victimy, watch for that. The only person that needs to appreciate you is you. And I appreciate you for being here. So I appreciate you too. Just because someone doesn't do our to-do list or do what we've asked them does not mean they don't appreciate all the things we do, okay? It's a little bit of false thinking that your mind's gonna try and spin up. If he didn't mail the Christmas cards, it doesn't mean he doesn't appreciate that I put them together. Just something else came up, something off his top 10 list. I can't expect his top 10 to be the same as my top 10. So if he doesn't get something done on my top 10, and it is a top 10 item for me, then I need to get it done. The other place I see this is our level of clutter discomfort is not identical. So it's important for me that the house be picked up during the holidays all the time, really, just never gets done. But for the holidays, if I'm having people over, I'd like to put a little extra effort in. I ask for help. Sometimes I get it. But his help is not going to be to the level of clean or less clutter than mine because it's just different. We're all different. And we need to appreciate that difference when we're asking for help. They're probably not going to do it exactly how we would do it. But if we've asked for help and they give it, we should appreciate it and be done. So we really just want to make that to-do list, prioritize those tasks. What is the most important to you? You know, we make those squares urgent, not urgent. Yes, that has a place. What I want you to do initially is just ask yourself, what's really important here? What's the most important thing, top 10, that I want to happen this holiday season? What am I telling myself I should do? And what am I telling myself I have to do? Because we shouldn't do anything we don't want to do, and we don't have to do anything. So we want to whittle that list down to what we want to do. What will bring you joy this holiday season? What do the holidays even mean to you? Is it about gift giving? Is it about eating meals with friends and family? Is it about presents? What do you want to get out of this holiday season? And make sure your top 10 aligns with that. The holidays are not for everyone else and you just execute it for them. The holidays are for you as well. Sometimes we need to set some boundaries for overwhelm. I read stories all the time. I counsel clients on this all the time. If you're asked to do something that is too much for you, you get to say no. We can set boundaries. We can say no if it's not something we want or if it's something that's going to be too much. Just because family's coming into town does not mean you have to let them stay with you. Just because they're flying to the airport does not mean you have to pick them up. You can choose to do what feels good to you and what you have time and space and capacity for. You don't have to do any of it. Amidst all this chaos, I want you to remember self-care. I only teach two things, mindfulness and self-care. So the to-do list, thinking about what's important to you, what you want this holiday season, that's the mindfulness component. The self-care component, you've got to find some time for yourself. Even just like a five-minute walk can be really helpful here. I think part of making that list can be self-care too. Like I have my list of Christmas movies that I'm going to watch, usually after the kids go to bed, because most of mine are not kids' movies. 
they give me joy. So I'm going to do it. They made my top 10 list. So I'm going to do that for myself. So I guess there was a self-care component to the mindfulness of that. But take yourself for a pedicure. Take yourself for a manicure. Get the fancy nails done. Get your hair done. Get a blowout. God, I love a good blowout, right? Get a blowout. Get a massage. Schedule those things in now so that you have something to look forward to. And it's a non-negotiable break in your day where you're going to do something nice for yourself. So as soon as you get where you're going, if you're driving, as soon as you finish with this podcast, make yourself an appointment somewhere. Either get your hair done, your nails, something, do something nice for you. Put it on the calendar. Get some self-care scheduled for the holiday. It is worth it. And it's necessary because the holidays are for you too. It's not you doing everything for everyone else. And the most important thing I hope you've learned from this podcast today is you do not have to do any of it. And you get to decide what perfect is and that all you need to be is your version of what's perfect for you. All right, have a wonderful day and I'll see you next time. Before we say goodbye, I've got some thrilling news that you do not want to miss. To celebrate the launch of the podcast, and because I love giving away gifts, we're rolling out some fabulous prizes, and you have multiple chances to win. We're talking exclusive coaching packages, one-on-one meal planning calls, planners to keep you on track, food journals for mindful eating, and even gift cards to your favorite wellness stores. So how do you get in on this? It's simple. First, listen and subscribe to the Weight Loss Made Simple podcast. Then rate and review the podcast. Last, just share the podcast on your social media. Once you've done these things, head on over to www.sugarfreemd.com forward slash podcast launch, all one word, and that's how you enter the giveaway. The deadline is November 30th, so act fast. In the meantime, thank you so much for tuning in today, and I am looking forward to our next episode. So until then, take care.